Hey, it's Sunju. And it's Sunjit. And this is all over the place. One, two, three, let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. If you're new here, please be sure to check out our previous episodes and we hope you like what we're doing and continue listening. So for this week's episode, we want to talk about the struggles of mental health from a teacher and parent's perspective. So today we have a very special guest to join in, our very own Poolsville High School's teacher, Mr. Lee. Hey, everybody. Um, excited to be here with you, too. Uh, I am Mr. Lee. I'm the head of the SMACS program at Poolsville, and I do teach the research and, and engineering classes. Uh, so I'm really excited to join you. Mental health is a, a very big deal for us. Um, yeah, so let's get started. Also, for anybody who doesn't know what SMACS is, it's just like the science, mathematics, and computer science program at our school. And it's kind of like a magnet program. So it's just classes based off of STEM, basically. So I think we actually previously did an episode with Mr. K about um, how mental health, the perspective of mental health as a teacher. And the reason we reached out to you is, you know, a lot of times in class, you talk about mental health, like seeing your kids struggle with mental health and seeing that from a parent perspective. And we thought that was like a really, we wanted to get like a parent on the podcast to talk about their perspective too, because you guys are a different generation from us. So obviously you have a different take on mental health. So Mm -hmm. I guess we can first start off with um, the teacher side. So we want to start off by asking, why did you choose to become a teacher? Oh boy. Um, uh, Honestly, I, I, for years when I was your age, I did a lot of things like refereeing and umpiring with sports and then I did I was camp counselors for the summertime um, and I just really enjoy working with kids um, even though they were close to my own age at that time and um, kind of decided that's what I wanted to do and I actually started out of college I started teaching elementary school so I, I started my career teaching first grade um, and then second grade uh, and then I moved up into middle school uh, for about eight years. And then I've been at Poolsville for 16 years. So that's sort of the progression of how I got into it. But it's basically just enjoying working with kids and, and seeing, um, you know, what it's like to be able to, to teach them and, and see the joy that they, they get out of learning. Um, and it's kept me in it now almost 30 years. So that's, yeah. where, that's where I got to <laughs> get to here. I guess throughout that, you know, all of that teaching experience, like revolving around this concept of mental health, what did you notice about mental health among students? That's actually a great question because it's it's really not been a topic that has been so openly talked about uh, as it is nowadays. It's always been a concern, but I don't think it was, it was more of, uh, you know, oh, the kids are stressed you know, the, for whatever reason, because um, I'm thinking back to when I was growing up and it it just was like, you know, hey, this is part of it. You're going to stress. Just keep working. You'll be fine. Um, and then as I've gone through my teaching career, I'm seeing how just stressing kids for the reason of stressing them um, or just so they can do more work or because you think you should push them harder actually is really unhealthy. Um, and, and so lately 
in within the last decade or so, we're hearing a lot more about it. And, and the studies are coming out um, that, that are really showing the dangers of the mental health. And then the unfortunate sides of, of depression and suicides and how it affects young people. Um, and so throughout my career, I, I'll be perfectly honest, I haven't seen it the same type of uh, discussion that we're seeing now. So it's exciting that young people like you are leading these kind of discussions. Um, and it, cause it's a really, it's a really dangerous area that teachers need to make sure we're very aware of. Um, uh, you know, I, I really worry about students um, and, and have to figure out what's the balance between when do you push students because they need a push, um, you know, because they're just a teenager like we all were. Um, we're, you know, maybe, maybe our top priority isn't to do work at, for school or whatever, and that's okay. Um, but, you know, when, how do we balance between pushing them and realizing, wait a minute, there are serious signs that we, that, that we need to address and not continue to push. Um, I guess that was a long-winded long answer to everything, kind of where what I've seen in my career. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with that. I feel like now mental health is talked about a lot more. Like, I, I don't think I really thought about it until high school, to be honest, once I started talking to a lot more people and a lot more people were open about their struggles with mental health, which kind of like helped me see, oh, I'm not the only one with this struggle. Like a lot of people mm -hmm. are also struggling mentally. So it's really good that like we have teachers like you that actually like, that's something I like about your classes that you push us, but like, it's more about your time management instead of like, you know, grilling us on the work, if that makes sense. So it's more about like getting the details in and getting the time management right instead of just like working your butt off for hours and hours. Right, well, I, I mean, that, I agree with that. That's it. That summarizes really how I feel about it. It's not about, as a, from the teacher perspective, for me, it's not about um, you need to get X amount of work done. Like I, I don't have a set number of hours. It used to be when I was younger, it was like, oh, every student should be given three hours of homework or six hours of homework or, or there was a number put on it. Um, I, don't, I don't see any value in that. Some days there's, going, there's just going to be more um, and other days there's going to be less. And I don't feel like on a day where there's less, we need to feel like we should make more. Um, I, on the flip side, you know, it is important for everyone, teachers, students, parents to understand that there will be days where a load is heavy. Um, and that, that certainly in a program like ours, that's gonna happen. Um, but from my side, I try to be understanding of that with deadlines. Um, it works for my class with, the, with what I do, um, works for many teachers. Some of us though, especially us older teachers have to learn um, you know, flexibility is an important thing, not just for you as students, but for us as teachers. Um, 
Because I think we're used to saying the assignment was due on Monday. It's Tuesday. It's late. You're going to lose points. It's now Wednesday. You get a zero. Um, and that's how it always used to be. And now we're realizing, well, that's just creating this stress that's not necessary um, on students uh, that I think that then in turn compiles, you, you get to high school like you are and you have seven for you, eight classes with eight teachers with that same attitude. And it's just going to compound itself and become just unbelievable amounts of stress that um, as teachers, I think we're having our eyes open to as we hear more conversations. Um, and it's hard, like I said, it's a hard balance because at what point do we say, okay, you know, we don't want to stress you anymore. And then we sacrifice on the education of what we're trying to accomplish. Um, and so that's a hard balance. Um, yeah. Trying, you know, I, I think, I think you understand what I'm saying. And I feel like that balance that you were talking about, it's something that we've made a lot of progress towards in terms of like the past few years itself. I remember when my sister was in high school, Mr. Lee, I don't know if you, you might remember her. You might sure. not. Her oh, name sure. was Yeah. Oh, I, I absolutely remember her. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I remember when she was in high school, she had a lot of trouble because, um, you know, there, there wasn't enough, like, I, I guess she didn't feel like there was enough time to kind of balance a lot of the things so she was very into tennis and you know athletics and i with all of this stuff she had final exams all that like i feel like we've made a long way since then in terms of educational wise like we now have a whole period dedicated like every tuesday and friday just dedicated towards catching up and um you know like working on it and we actually brought in a couple episodes back like our like our county-wide student government officials and they're kind of talking to us about how, you know, they're pushing this legislation to kind of allow this reform to happen, to put more of an emphasis on mental health, which is, I feel like um, that's like a collaborative effort from students, teachers, administration, basically everyone. And, you know, that's pretty cool to see that, you know, we're kind of working towards that change, um, that oh, balance yeah. that you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. Um, it, it, because, the stress doesn't just stop at students, right? The teachers are stressed, you know, the admin is stressed. And, and I think that the idea of taking a step back and saying, oh, hold on, let's reevaluate things is a good idea. Um, I feel like sometimes we get set in a, this is how it was when I was young. This is how it's gonna be for you. And it's gonna be that way for my kids. That mentality is unhealthy. And it's like everything else. If we don't evolve, then we're basically devolving. Um, that's how I, I guess that's sort of how where I am in it. Um, whether I'm right or wrong, I guess it, it's for people to determine because you're always going to have opinions. Um, but I see value in what we're doing. Yeah, I agree. And also, like, Honestly, like until I worked, I worked at like a tutoring center, Best Brains last year. Mm -hmm. And until I worked there, I didn't realize like how hard it was to be a teacher because I was sitting there grading papers for literally three hours and had to teach <laughs> students. And it was actually very difficult. Like I was struggling. I was so tired. Yeah. 
and it was just three hours and you guys are doing it for what seven hours every single day for five days of the week like that's honestly like amazing like you guys are very patient for doing that and hardworking. and I didn't even realize like how much like value that shows of you know like especially in our culture like it's a big thing to respect your teachers and I didn't realize like how hard of a job that is until like I had to do it myself and that kind of like showed me the value of teaching in general. Well, I appreciate that. It is, it is certainly, a, it does have, you know, hard parts to it. You know, like what you just described, you know, you're putting in planning, you're grading, you're working with the kids, the part that you really love to do. You're going to meetings, you're doing other, other activities that you have to do, whether it's chaperoning something or whatever. And then we have to leave there and come home to our families who have all of the same things. If we have kids, they have their school. And so it, yeah, it is, it's nice when you hear someone like you who recognizes, you know, what we do, just like when you hear someone like me saying, I recognize the stresses you're under. Um, and I think that's, that's the neat part of this conversation that has opened up um, nowadays. I applaud you you younger generation for doing that. (laughs) And I mean, as a parent, obviously, like, how did you like view, how do you view mental health and stress? And honestly, was there like a certain age where you recognized a change in mental health with your kids? Or was it always like a priority since they were really young? That's a great question. So I have two kids. I have two daughters. They're uh, one, one is a She's getting ready to start her fifth year of college. She's about, she has one more semester and she graduates. And then I, I have a daughter who just finished her freshman year of college. Um, and um, mental health was something that like we saw it, you could see it when they were stressed or when they were dealing with um, social problems. We were fortunate that our girls did very well in school and they didn't get overly stressed with their school. That was a, for me personally, that was a, you know, wow, what, what's going on at the school? You know, how, how difficult are things, blah, 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 whatever. Um, But the stresses for them and the mental health stuff actually came quite a bit um, around like maybe like early high school, we started to see a little bit in in middle school. Um, And it started in the social side of things where it was friends or quote unquote friends um, that were not acting that way. Um, And then that stress and that um, load on their minds began to affect the other parts of their, of their, life, which my girls were very into sports um, and on teams. And these same kids that they were having some issues with were on their teams. And so now there's this like balance of how, how do I uh, deal with what they're doing and saying and still be a good teammate to them. Um, And so we really saw that happening, particularly with my older daughter. Um, And, and, high school became very difficult for her. Um, she felt very isolated. She, she was a kind of student who 
was involved on teams. She also was in the school plays. She was a, she's a great artist. She was extremely smart in math. Um, so she felt like she didn't fit any one area and therefore kind of felt like a loner. And so that was another piece that she had to deal with. Um, and then that spilled into college where we realized that she was, she was dealing with some low levels of depression. Um, and, you know, we, we were luckily because of these conversations, we were able to address it with her and we, we talk as a family all the time. And, um, and she's in a much better place now, very happy and doing really well. Um, and open to conversations with us or others if ever needed. Um, then her sister, my younger one, uh, had a little different experience in high, in high school. It seemed to get along pretty well throughout most of high school. And toward the end, there were some issues. Again, it, for my girls, it started in a social side, not as much with the stress of class, but they had friends that we could see that side of. Um, and then into college, it was that for my younger daughter, that's when the stress of school really hit her and being around people who their top priority was school, 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 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And she was just like, I, I, you know, I can't take this. And, um, and it became very, very hard for her. And so um, because she was very much into athletics and being on teams and doing, she would do school and then go do her sports. And, and she had a clear separation. And now at college, she didn't feel that way. And it worked out that she found that balance, but it was with us. Again, we, we were able to find doctors to help have her talk to. And, um, she was very open to that. And, um, and again, she's also in a great place now. And so, uh, again, sorry, long-winded, but that's sort of all of the, the things I've seen as a parent. Um, and it's really hard because you just see your kid and they just change, right? They go from this carefree person who's very involved with things and has a lot of friends to being very disinterested in things. And Fortunately, my wife and I were very, uh, we tried to be very aware of, of things. We're really in, close with our girls. And the minute we started seeing changes, we started wondering what was going on. And um, we had these conversations and uh, that's how we got to the place we're at now, which is a lot better place. Yeah, that's really amazing to hear. And honestly, like I resonate with both of your daughters because like even for me when I was younger, like I had issues when it came to my social life and even like I just liked everything. So I never felt like I would fit into a specific group of friends or had like a group of friends in general. And even like um, with your younger daughter, like I feel like in the program we are now, like we are in now, everybody prioritizes school so much. So it's kind of hard to find people that like find that balance and where you don't feel like you're less intelligent than people around you. Mm -hmm. But you know, something like I really love is when you come out like from the closet the storage closet and you're like, oh, I just got off the phone with my daughter and she was telling me about her stressful day. And I mean, I'm not happy about like her stressful day. Yeah, like I hope she's I, okay. I, I, I but I love you. that. I love that. Like 
she can talk to you so openly about you know her stressful day or her struggles which is so nice to see like I feel like for me especially I think this happens to a lot of teenagers but once I reach once I reached high school I kind of was like oh I'm an adult now I have to be independent and responsible for my own actions and I kind of like did not really talk to my parents about the things that were bothering me because I felt like I had to solve all my problems on my own and that really affected my mental health in the past year and once I started like talking to my dad a lot more that's when he was like maybe you should go to therapy and now me and my dad are much closer because I can call him and be like I'm having a rough day and talk to him about it so it's really nice to see that your your kids are very comfortable with you to do that and I think you said your younger daughter is also going to therapy and even like what you were saying about having being a parent and seeing that saying that it's hard to see your kids go through that is really like it's pretty factual because even for my parents I kind of realized like I was kind of frustrated with them at first because I was like why are they you know acting weird about therapy or just in general not accepting that I am having struggles mental struggles and I kind of realized like you know this is a big change for them too this is not just a big change for me like they obviously don't want me to be happy and seeing me unhappy is going to make them unhappy and obviously they got used to it now and I have a much better relationship with them and we can talk about mental health whether it's their struggles mentally or my struggles too so I think that's really important of strengthening that relationship with your parents and I feel like the the foundation to any of that is communication you know the fact that uh, I guess it's always hard to talk about you know the problems that you're dealing with internally it's hard to talk about that to anyone i guess and we actually had a therapist on our podcast like our show last week and we were kind of talking about how i mean there is still a lot of skepticism around therapy but again i feel like we're moving forward and it's really great that people are just talking more in general um whether it's uh like to their parents like sunju mentioned like mr lee you mentioned or whether it's through therapy whether it's through you know school teachers or counselors it's just always important to communicate and talk to someone. I feel like, you know, that's like the basis for success, I guess. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, it, it is, I think that it's, there's a lot of stigma put on the idea that you, you're, something's wrong with you. Why do you need to talk to people? Why can't you figure out your own problems? Um, and I think, you know, certainly my generation, I felt like that's how we sort of were. Um, you know, we did, we did talk, but it wasn't the same. Uh, my family growing up was extremely close. We we're very close, but we didn't talk like a, about this type of stuff until we, we were all older, right? And um, so it's nice to see it starting at young ages, um, because I think you nailed it, which is, the communication is the key. And when you talk about therapy, what is that? I mean, that's communication. It's just talking. Um, it's not s- solving any problem necessarily, um, but it can lead to solutions because you just feel comfortable, you feel talking about it. And I think, uh, Sanjana, it was great hearing you saying that idea of um you realize you're not alone. You're not the only one that feels that way because that's exactly, I think, how my kids felt. Um, you know, and they see other people who who struggle with things. And um, so it's it's really nice that 
that there's things like that. Um, people like you and and podcasts like this where you get to hear hear other people and and you know I know you as a student and I say well, you're a great student you know and you, you're struggling and I I think you're going to be an extremely successful person and if you even if you were to get you know like if you were to get through everything you're dealing with and come to a place where you're really feeling like I feel good. I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm talking um, like I like the sky's the limits for you, you know? So that's exciting for me. Um, it's, it's, I don't want to say sad. It's, um, it's hard to hear that you're struggling or my daughters are struggling or anyone's struggling, but then I, I've realized that that's, I shouldn't feel like that. I shouldn't feel like, oh, um, pity this person. You know, I shouldn't, it should be, this is great. You know, it's great that you're comfortable to talk about it and um, acknowledge how you're feeling and tell people. And that way, at least I, I feel like I can, I can help and I can feel comfortable to talk about things I struggle with. Um, so it's very, to me, it's very um, powerful to hear someone talking, and it gives me that that feeling like, yeah, I, I can do that, and not I can fight through what I was raised with, which was sort of suppressing, right? It was more suppressing feelings, um, not talk about it. And now I realize, no, it's it's a good thing. Um, I actually I credit a lot of that to my own wife. She she we talk a lot. And she has gotten me there with that. Um, so, yay, Mrs. Lee. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And yeah, yeah, like just talking to the people around you really helps. And in general, like for therapy, I remember the first time, like I told Unjin, I was freaking out over announcing <laughs> that I'm going to therapy on this podcast when it's not really an announcement. It's just kind of a normal thing. You know, it's like my daily yeah. routine now. And even I was telling my dad, my dad was like, why are you stressed about this? It's a normal thing. Why are you acting like this is a crazy thing to go to therapy? And I kind of realized I had that own like stereotype in my head too. So now that I get to talk about it on this podcast, like this podcast gives me a platform to talk about my feelings and that helps other people essentially like I remember our first episode that came out a lot of people reached out to me and Unjin thanking us for actually making this podcast which really really like warmed my heart because it's nice to know that talking about my struggles is still helping people and make them realize that you know going to therapy is not a crazy idea or having these struggles as a teenager is not um, like abnormal at all absolutely I, I agree completely. And I think it was the, um, my guess is the, there's that fear of judgment, like, oh, people are going to judge me. They're going to think I'm, I'm weird. I'm, you know, like, oh, don't talk, don't talk to her because you never know what's going to happen. Da, 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 da. Um, but that's not it. It's just, hey, I go, I talk to someone. Maybe you don't go to a quote therapist, but you maybe have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a mom or a dad or they're, that's what they are. They're just people you talk to. Um, similar idea. Yeah. I think, I think that is something that once again is com completely new and kind of just mm -hmm. reaching, uh, 
you know, just like normal. We're setting a new norm, which is really important, I would say. Um, I guess kind of to wrap up the episode a little, what is like the best piece of advice you can give to students when dealing with stress? Uh, so I think we've made it pretty clear that the best advice is that communication, right? Don't, don't feel like you're alone. Um, don't feel like you can't turn to people. Uh, from a teacher's perspective, even the hardest, meanest you know, teacher that you've ever dealt with got into the field because we want to work and help students, right? We don't, we didn't get into it to try to make your lives miserable and make things hard for you. Um, we as teachers can, and this could go for, and you can fill in the blank. We as parents, we as whatever, we get, sometimes we get tunnel vision. We get wrapped into our own life. We get wrapped into the things that we feel like we need to get done and we lose track and lose sight of um, the, the things like this, like a student who may be struggling. Uh, so going to someone and talking to them is a great idea. And if you don't feel comfortable with a teacher, talk to a counselor. If you don't feel comfortable with a counselor, talk to the nurse, talk to a security guard, talk to someone and let that conversation start. So we can begin the process. Um, and absolutely, I think it's been said multiple times, you're not alone. There are all kinds of people in that school building who are dealing with probably very similar uh, struggles with their mental health, whether it's adults or kids. Um, so my biggest advice, talk, talk to somebody. Yeah, I would say that's really valuable advice. And I guess to kind of spin that question a little, this, like Sanju said, you know, we never really got a parent on the show before. And I feel like it's a very unique perspective because we don't talk about how parents feel very often. So I guess what's the advice to, what would you say is the advice for parents who are kind of starting to experience watching their kids become more stressed or struggling more with mental health problems? Uh, great question. So, um, for so people your age, okay, like my daughter's just went through. You're you're getting ready to go into the college quote quote unquote college phase of your life. Um, that's what it's become, right? So, as a parent, we have we set expectations of what our kids are going to be. Um, we we think that they have they should attain these certain goals and they should do certain things and many of us say <clears throat> college that's one of the things um, and so we we kind of build to that and some of us parents can do that for years and years and years um, and that's a stress that's that's hard for kids to to carry especially when you're just saying <laughs> I just want to go out and um, play a game or I want to get on my computer and I want to do this. And, you know, I don't want to be, my daughter tells me all the time, I don't want to talk about that right now. I don't want to talk about that. Stop asking about it. You know, and, and she's very open to tell me stop. Um, so as a parent, 
I would say, listen to the things your kids are saying. Right? They, they could be saying subtle things, but basically saying, I need, I need space and I need to know. My daughters say this to me very openly. They say, I don't need you to solve my problems. I don't need you to give me answers. I just need you to be there to listen to me. And that's something that I struggle with. I'm, I'm a fix the problem kind of guy. I want to go out and I want to make the problem go away and I want to help you out and do that. And in my mind, I'm thinking I'm, I'm doing, I'm helping, I'm doing the right thing. This is what I, how are you expect to get to your goals and do all this? If, if you don't do this, you don't do that. And my daughters are saying, no, you just need to show us that you're there for us and you support what we do. Um, and so advice to parents, that's listen to your kids. They, they shockingly can figure a lot of things out with just some guidance. Um, and if a kid does not want to go to college, that, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no stigma to that. That's great. They, they have a, an idea of what, have, having an idea of what you don't want to do is as important in life as knowing what you do want to do. Um, because you, you can eliminate things and you can find what you do want to do. <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess the advice to parents is really listen to your kids um, and be there for them um, because that's all I think kids really want from their parents. Um, yeah, that's really valuable advice. Like, honestly, it's all about listening and communicating at the end of the day and being able to have those conversations and trust each other and have those relationships. So yeah, I think that wraps up our episode. Thank you so much, Mr. Lee, for joining us today. Um, yeah. For everybody listening, make sure like the honestly, like the whole point of this episode is just to say that talking does so much. Like, trust me, it helps a lot, whether it's to your therapist, a friend, a teacher, a parent. I mean, you heard it first from a teacher and parent himself. So it really does help a lot, not just yourself, but the people around you, how they can help you and how they can really contribute to you being a happier person, because honestly, it is a group effort. Like it isn't something that you have to go through alone. So definitely like reach out to people and make sure like, you know, that you don't have to go through whatever you're going through alone. I think that's the biggest thing is that especially people struggling with mental health think it's just them or just them in their head and that they're burdening other people by talking about it but that's not the case at all what if talking about it is just helping that person realize like oh my god I relate too. like we can get through this together so talking listening communicating is so important and we really encourage that all three of us so yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in I guess I have to say our socials because Anjan doesn't know them, but um, make sure to check out our Instagram and follow it. It's all underscore over dot the place. And that's also our TikTok. We'll be posting updates on there and um, make sure to turn on your notifications for episode updates and all that. And yeah, thank you so much, Mr. Lee, for joining us. You're and, welcome. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah. And yeah. thank sure you so much. Oh, sorry. Right, continue, Go. continue. My bad. <laughs> Make sure to tune in next Wednesday because new episodes are out every Wednesday. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go.